You are Locked On Clemson, your daily podcast on the Clemson Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Clemson Nation, and welcome into Locked On Clemson. Happy Monday. It's game week, and we all know it's time to get hype. We're going to be playing Ohio State on Friday for not another opportunity to absolutely dunk on them for 5-0 all time, but to make another appearance in the national championship. Let's go. What a time it is to be a Tiger fan. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN. You'll get 20% off of your order. First up, we'll talk about the spread on the Sugar Bowl in a segment brought to you by our friends over at BetOnline.ag. We'll also talk about Clemson recruiting news as the Tigers have landed some homegrown talent. Stick around. We've got a great show lined up for you. I'm your host, Ellis Tolbert. Follow me on Twitter, at Ellis Tolbert. That's E-L-L-I-S-T-O-L-B-E-R-T for more conversation. Be sure to let me know you're coming over from the podcast. Also, be sure to subscribe to the Locked On Clemson podcast. You can find that wherever you get your podcast. You'll be up to date with every episode as soon as they drop five days a week. Please review and leave a colossal five-star rating on the show. It's go time, my friend. Locked On Clemson, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, so as we know, the Tigers will be taking on the Buckeyes in New Orleans in the second of two semifinal games. It is the Sugar Bowl, and we're ready to go. Uh, the Tigers are coming off a 10-1 season, which saw them avenge their only loss to the Fighting Irish, which are also in the playoffs. <laughs> a lot of stuff with that. They absolutely beat the charms off of them mugs in Charlotte. It was comical. But Ohio State comes into this game with a 6-0 record as well. Very controversial. We know we've talked about this until our ears bleed. A lot of people don't like it, including our own head coach, Dabo Sweeney. Now, Tigers are coming in as a 7.5-point favorite. However, we'll talk about that and some of the deeper aspects of it. So Ohio State, according to ESPN's crackhead FPI machine, they're a 50-50 split on chances to win this game, despite the line that I just told you about. The spread on this game is currently uh, 66.5, the over-under, excuse me, and I'm guessing that they think this game will be a lot like last year's game. I'm just not buying it. I mean, I can see that 66.5 being pretty accurate. I don't think either team's going to score 40, 50 points. Uh, but I'm just personally feeling like this is more of a 14 to 17 point game for the Tigers, actually. Uh, I know that's orange colored glasses, but hear me out. Some of this is just metrics. If you look at the eye test, Clemson has the advantage in that. While Clemson squeaked by on some stinkers, you're talking like Syracuse and Boston College, defense still held pretty strong outside of that one game against Notre Dame. And we all know what happened when the integral players defensively returned for that rematch. It wasn't even close. Uh, but Ohio State has been really good. Uh, they've been a pretty good team this year. Outside of only having six games, I suppose they would have probably been undefeated anyway. I mean, really, who was going to beat them in Big Ten? <laughs> no one. Indiana had the best chance and ended up blowing it. So in that game, as well as some other ones, though, Ohio State's defense looked oddly pedestrian. Something that we've seen out of Ohio State teams before in the past. I mean, our 2018 season, just think about that one, for example. Uh, but this year, we're seeing the offense also not be as explosive and dangerous as it once was even just a year ago. Something's just off with this Ohio State team this year. I don't know if it's mental or physical. I know it's COVID year, but if we, we saw last out of this team is closer to the norm for this season. I think 17 points uh, for Clemson is too low. Uh, I think they will blow that spread out of the water. I mean, that was pretty good against the spread. And this team uh, is going to be coming with a lot of bulletin board material uh, honestly, for both sides, and, you know, Dabo's thoughts on whether Buckeye should be ranked all the way to the fact that 
He even said that they will have a relatively easy time game plan against this team due to a small sample size of film, which I tend to agree with. I mean, it's easier to go through and review six game films instead of 12. Uh, It's just logic. But Ohio State's been talking a lot of junk, too, especially since the final second ran off of the clock in last year's Fiesta Bowl. Remember, Ryan Day was talking about, uh, we're going to get Clemson revenge, and we all know how revenge works. And, uh, you know, Sean Way was like, I'm back, sunshine, when he opted back in after opting out. (laughs) It is what it is. But, you know, I, I think overall this game will be a pretty good game. I think the flow will be dictated by the Tigers, though. But I think this is a statement game for the Tigers. And we know how Dabo is when he gets the Roy bus fully gassed up. I'm talking about he's ready to go. Uh, <laughs> this team just plays with a fire lit under him, especially when they want to prove a point. A lot of people are saying, oh, you know, well, Dabo's talking all this junk. Ohio State's a great team. You know, what's going to happen if they end up, you know, getting out there and laying an egg? I don't think Dabo would be talking this much if he didn't have confidence in his team going up in this matchup. I talked about this before. Dabo's one of those coaches where you can tell when he's confident and when he's kind of feeling like, oh, I don't know. Last year, during the postseason, I, I, he just seemed like he was like, oh, man, I don't know. We're just thankful to be here. We're going to go out there and give it all that we got. And, you know, and it is what it is. We know what how the last year ended, but he's already out there talking about, hey, I, I just don't feel like this team. And to be fair, it's not just Ohio State. He kind of cleared it up for ESPN. He said, you know, it could have been any team in this spot. Six games is just not enough. It didn't matter who was going to be in that fourth spot. Six games is not enough. So you know, it is what it is. I'm not too worried about it. Uh, I'm going to be talking a lot about that and more later on in the week uh, as it goes by. But I do think the line will move a little closer to Thursday. I I think probably more in Tigers' favor. I can see this line moving closer to about 10 points. And now I don't think that over-under moves. Again, I I just don't see this being a shootout. And I also don't see it being an absolute blowout. But if we get any breaking news on Buckeyes players that will miss the game, <laughs> that could definitely change it and sway it in the Tigers' favor. Of course, Clemson will be without Nolan Turner on defense for the first half, but I truly don't think that that, that will be as big of a deal as you think it would be, but I'm looking forward to this game. I'm super excited about it. Again, I think the Tigers are going to be coming this with a chip on their shoulder, uh, especially after last year. Everybody wants to talk about the refs, uh, football move, <laughs> if you remember that with Justin Ross. And then just how Clemson got to the national championship and everybody's like, well, Ohio State should have been there. It would have been a better game. So I think Clemson's going to come into this one, chip on their shoulder, ready to play. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I'll get you all up to speed with all that later, especially later in the week. But coming up shortly, I'll get into some recruiting news. Clemson added a new lethal weapon to the 2022 class. So it's a small class, only three men right now, but it's shaping up to be pretty good. More on Locked On Clemson. But before I do that, let me tell you about my good friends over at betonline.ag. Are we ready for some football? College football heads into bowl season. There's some big matchups this weekend. Uh, NFL regular season is finishing up with a playoff picture becoming even clearer. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. I mean, college football has some big games coming up on Tuesday. Tomorrow, we literally have Oklahoma State and Miami. Can Miami get back from getting blown out and having a million touchdowns scored by running backs in North Carolina? And can Oklahoma re- regroup after, you know, being the best team that they've had in decades and still didn't win the conference? I, I don't know. It's going to be a big game, but don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. 
We've got some big games coming up this weekend, and betting on the Clemson Tigers doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks and quick-hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to the Locked On Bets podcast, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcast. We're all in here at Locked On Clemson. Let's start recruiting now. Clemson is tearing up the recruiting trail already for 2022, and they just picked up another awesome in-state player from that now three-man class. I'm going to walk you through each of them. It's going to be awesome, so stick with us. We'll start with the newest Tiger commit, four-star wide receiver out of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Adam Randall. This guy is the real deal. He's 6'3", 200 pounds, runs like a doggone deer. This guy is amazing. He chose the Tigers out of four teams. Uh, that included Oregon, Tennessee, and South Carolina. Again, Dabo beating out the Gamecocks for the top talent in the state. Uh, when asked about his decision to come to Clemson, he said, I've been watching Clemson for a long time now. They have been a dominant program over the last decade, and they have produced great receivers and have a good style of offense for big, physical, and fast receivers. <laughs> uh, he knocked it out of the park. Tyler Grisham knocked it out of the park with this one. Uh, kudos to that kid. Again, I think he has made a name for himself. He filled in great for Jeff Scott. We'll see what happens going forward in recruiting, but I love this kid's physicality. And as I mentioned earlier, he runs extremely well. Reminds me a lot of a big shorter version of Martavis Bryant, former Clemson receiver. Just a long body that will fit right in with what Clemson will have in the future with guys like Ladson and Ngata and Williams and both of the Collins guys and so on and so forth. Uh, I imagine his skill set, he'll probably play the nine-man spot at Clemson, but you know he'll be cross-trained to play the five as well. Clemson has these guys all over the field. I wouldn't be surprised if he even played some slot, but I like his confidence too. He said, I see myself being a big receiver on the outside that can do it all. Hopefully I can make an impact early. Again, I like a player who's ready to compete. Uh, Clemson's going to be bringing in a lot of receivers, uh, and this guy's already talking like he's ready to get in there and compete with him. This is a pretty big get considering South Carolina is going to have some attrition at the wideout spot, and new head coach uh, Beamer could use a straight-up dog at that position like Randall, especially since they'll have some new quarterback talent coming in. Again, I really like this kid. Clemson also picked up two linemen as well in Colin Sadler of uh, South Carolina's Greenville High School, Go Raiders, and Blake Miller out of Strongsville High School in Ohio, both four-star commits. Both guys have excellent size. <laughs> I'm talking about these dudes are big hog mollies. Uh, both guys are about 6'6", really long, and about the 300-pound mark, so I assume they'll probably be looked at for the tackle spots. It's just really long bodies. I think that Miller could probably end up playing some interior O-line as well. Uh, he's just got that kind of body frame. Reminds me a lot of a Sean Pollard, a guy that you can move around a lot. So super excited about that kid. And then Sadler is just going to be a beast. I think he's probably going to stick to the tackle spot. Uh, he's got really long arms. Reminds me a lot of Mitch Hyatt. So, you know, those guys have been really good for Clemson in the past. So we want to keep that going as well. Um, in a few years, like I said, this Clemson O-line is really good. I, I I really talk about this all the time. I emphasize it all the time. This is where championships are won. In the trenches with these big, nasty hog mollies. This could be, uh, in the future, one of Clemson's best O-line and D-line groups ever. I mean, combined. I'm talking about both both units uh, together on the same team. Normally, we've had a really good D-line and a pretty good, pretty okay offensive line, or we had a really good offensive line like we did last year, and, and then, you know, the D-line was just needing a little help, a lot of youth there, a lot of inexperience. Well, in about two years, <laughs> again, this 
this entire group could be could be just trend setting. Uh, they could be really good, and, and that's really going to be good for a guy like Robbie Caldwell. He's getting up there in age too, so we want to see if he can keep recruiting this level. And then you also have Bates and Hall. Those guys are just going to knock it out of the park every year. Again, we have so many guys on that D-line coming back over the years. Um, again, we don't know what's going to happen with a guy like Niles Pinkney. We'll, we'll see if he comes back, but you're, you're still going to have Jordan Williams, uh, and you're still going to have Brian Brzee and Miles Murphy, and you're going to have KJ Henry and Xavier Thomas, Justin Mascall. I'm, I'm assuming Justin Foster will be healthy again, so Justin Foster will be back. Uh, you'll have Greg Williams, a player who I think, if he get if he grows into his body, he could be a really nasty defensive end for Clemson. Really long, really long arms. Was a linebacker in high school, but so he's got that pass rush ability. Uh, super excited about that kid. And then you got some of those young guys coming in uh, for the 2021 class, and, and we still don't even know if we're going to get a guy like Corey Foreman. So, hey, again, sky's the limit for this Clemson uh, trench group. <laughs> I think both will be good, and it starts in recruiting. And they've done so as well. Um, looking forward to seeing this play out for sure. In the next segment, we'll be talking about some roster needs and players that Clemson has their eye on right here on Locked On Clemson. But first, let me tell you about my friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. I've got improved Built Bar flavors. It's even more delicious. They've got 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. They've got six new flavors in caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisps. That goes along with their 12 original flavors. Uh, they are just absolutely delicious. These bars are covered in 100% chocolate, real stuff. No chocolatey, fake chocolate. It's delicious. It's soft and easy to chew as well. And the best part about these things are they are healthy as well as completely delicious. Bill Bar is great for the health conscious guy or gal that I know you are. It's going to help you lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Seriously, these bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for the keto diet. Let's just talk about one of them. My favorite, the, the Cherry Barcia. It's so good. It's got 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and just 4 grams of net carbs. So that's going to get you through the day, right, and keep you in keto. And I've got something to tell you here. I've got an offer for you. You're going to get a free cooler with purchase while supplies last. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off of your next order, uh, as well as that sweet cooler. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Go do it. Coming up on tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Clemson, we're going to be breaking down the Ohio State offensive scheme, some things that they like to do, things that they're not very good at, and things that this Clemson defense can really, really attack. We'll also be giving you a preview of the Clemson men's basketball game at Little John versus the Florida State Seminoles. That's going to be a big-time game that Clemson needs to get a win in the ACC column. More of that on Lockdown Clemson, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. segment for today's edition of Locked On Clemson. I'm going to piggyback off of the last segment. We're going to talk more into the recruiting needs for the Tigers. I'll tell you about some players that Clemson has their target set on. Thank you for sticking with us right here at Locked On Clemson. As I've been saying for the past few shows, Clemson is likely to have some players leave at the quarterback position in the future. And that's assuming you even have DJ after the 2022 season. So they're going to need some, you know, some players coming in. That's just the way it works. Now, Clemson just signed Bubba Chandler out of Georgia. 
but he is a baseball prospect, and I don't know that he's going to be ready for the rotation. I also don't know that he won't get drafted to the MLB. The kid is that good at baseball, so we'll see what happens. And you also brought in Will Taylor out of South Carolina, although Taylor likely won't get any meaningful snaps at quarterback in his career. He's brought in to be a receiver, and he's a high school quarterback. But uh, and truthfully, if we're in a situation where this kid is having to play quarterback, we're probably in a bad way, and I don't really want to talk about that. <laughs> uh, Clemson also signed another quarterback as a preferred walk-on out of Virginia and Billy Wiles. Pretty good-looking prospect. He's about 6'3", 200 pounds. He's going to need a little time in the system, though, to get right. I, I just don't think he's ready to be in that rotation right now. But Clemson is going to have some guys, but we're going to need to find some guys that are ready to come in and compete and play at the highest level. Uh, and they have their sights set on a pair of dual threat quarterbacks that fit the system in the 2022 class. Uh, two guys, Braden Davis out of Florida and Ty Simpson out of Tennessee. Uh, both guys are four stars. Um, seems like Clemson has some traction with Simpson, not so much with Davis. We'll talk about this a little bit. Simpson has pretty good size. He reminds me of Deshaun Watson, too, build-wise out of high school. He's about 6'2 and some change and around 190. You know how those guys are just really skinny, uh, but very, very strong. And he's a strong-armed kid, runs about a high 4'8", 40. Uh, not the fastest burner in the world, but I'm sure we'll get that down a little bit as he gets into power hour with Coach Batson. Um, his dad is actually the head coach of Tennessee Martin, so you know he's a disciplined kid. We always want guys that have um, coaches as fathers. <laughs> uh, th- those guys really know how to play. He's got some offers from Alabama, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Arizona State, more. So Clemson does have competition for his talents. Now, Brayden Davis is a different player. He has an elite arm and a very, very long frame. He's about 6'5", 200 pounds. He's got good pop on the ball. Uh, and he's got really good footwork, too. He's a touch faster than Simpson, probably about a 4'7", uh, maybe a 4'6 on a good day. And he's a really good player. He looks much more wiry than Simpson, though, even though he's a little heavier weight-wise. He just looks super, super skinny. Uh, he's definitely going to put on some weight. But I, I don't think Clemson gets this guy. But I could be wrong. I would be happy if I was wrong. <laughs> put it that way. Clemson also undoubtedly needed some new running backs as well. The room seems a little bit crowded right now, and someone is bound to leave at, at season's end if the room doesn't shake out to be a little bit clearer. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen with Lynn J. Dixon and Malusi and all those guys like that. But they do have two running backs in their sights right now. And one is the younger brother of the Clemson best, the ACC best in history running back, Travis Etienne. Trevor Etienne is literally a carbon copy of his brother. He looks the exact same <laughs> as Travis Etienne. Who's faster? I think Travis has a good step on him, but both are savvy runners with great burst. Um, just a really good feel for the game as well. Hopefully he'll consider Clemson heavily, but as we've seen with Joseph and Daniel Ngata and, and Dalvin Cook and James Cook and uh, some other guys, so many others, sometimes little brother just wants to pave his own way somewhere else. I mean, you can't blame him, but it's hard to want to follow in your big brother's footsteps who's really good. But uh, ETN's a four-star recruit, and he has a laundry list of schools after him as well, including Alabama. Arkansas, Auburn, Florida. Each of those schools have a pretty good uh, running back at the school, though, so it remains to be seen what happens. All I'm saying is if he comes to the Tigers, he's got to wear the number nine, right? (laughs) Or do we retire? Does he get permission from his brother? I I don't know, but the other running back Clemson is looking at is Emmanuel Henderson, five-star running back out of Alabama. I'm pretty sure this kid's going to Auburn. He has the crystal ball 100% for Auburn right now. He's got good size, good speed, ranked the number one running back in the country, according to 247. So we'll see. I don't know. He runs like Gale Sayers, like a deer. Uh, So we'll see. We'll see what happens, but we'll take him, no doubt, if he wants to come to Clemson. (laughs) 
Clemson is also in the running for uh, on the on the other side of the ball for a five star defensive tackle and Walter Nolan out of Cordova, Tennessee. And look, this guy will be a day one draft pick in the NFL. Seriously. Uh, he's got a big body, 6'4", 310 pounds. Clemson can absolutely use another guy if some players leave for the draft at that spot, maybe even get creative, move Brian Brzee inside, uh, you know, or actually keep him outside, make him move outside and add some other big bodies along with the plethora of straight assassins that we have at that position at Clemson. I mean, a ton of guys that can really play some really good football. And you, you cannot block this kid. I watched this film. I mean, he's like moving kid left and right. Uh, he doesn't even look like a high school player. He's just a monster. I can see him fitting in well with a guy like Peyton Page in the future. <laughs> Think about this D-line. You got a guy like Miles Murphy on one end. You got Brian Brzee on the other end. You've got Peyton Page on the inside. And you also have a guy like Walter Nolan. If you don't know who this guy is, go check his film right now. He's that good. I'd be pleased to get him. I think we've got a pretty good shot at him. Right now it says he's pretty warm coming to Clemson. So we'll see. But... There's more to this. I'll keep you guys all up to date with everything in the recruiting world. But that about wraps up today's show. Tomorrow, we'll be talking in depth about the Ohio State offensive scheme, like I said earlier. And we'll be previewing that matchup in men's basketball versus the Florida State Seminoles when they head to Little John. That's going to be a big game. Sure to be exciting. As always, I'm your host, Ellis Tolbert. Follow me on Twitter at Ellis Tolbert. That's E-L-L-I-S-T-O-L-B-E-R-T to continue the conversation. If you would please subscribe to the Locked On Clemson podcast, you'll get each and every show as soon as they drop, five days a week. So be looking out for that. We're going to get you right every single day of the week when it comes to Clemson athletics. Have a great rest of your day and go Tigers. I'll catch you tomorrow right here on Locked On Clemson, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm out.